When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Otherworld. I'm your host, Jack Wagner. The story comes from a guy named Isaac, who at the time was working for an exterminator in Alabama. It really stuck out to me when I got an email from this guy describing an experience that happened at work that was unusual because I have to imagine being an exterminator in Alabama comes with a lot of unusual days. So if it's standing out to him, it must be pretty weird. I'm sure that as an exterminator, there's always a concern about accidentally bringing the work home with you, as in bedbugs, rats, termites, invasive creatures of all types, stowing away in your clothes and gear, and coming back to infest your own home. In this story, something definitely seems to have followed Isaac home from the job, but it's not a rat, it's not a bedbug, and it's not anything that his coworkers can help him exterminate. Isaac told me that for his entire life leading up to this experience, he was, and I quote, a cringe Reddit atheist. But during this experience, he found himself online desperately looking up spells, ceremonies, and really any spiritual technique that might help him get rid of this thing that followed him home. This is episode 52 The title is Pest Control, and you're listening to Otherworld. Hello? Is this Bobby? Yes, it is. At at its core, the science you can't argue with. A story about up in the sky. It's almost frustrating that it's happening. I'm literally, I'm going to die. I've got like, its limbs were just like wrong. Everybody moves back into the light, even if it takes them a minute. I'm Isaac. Um, I live in Huntsville, Alabama, North Alabama area. I live with my fiance and my three cats. And um, I was an exterminator for about two years. Initially, I had started getting out and into pest control um, after an injury on a construction site. My fiance wanted me to find something safer. So I picked one of the many pest control companies in, in Huntsville and they provided me transportation and it was a it was a pretty good deal. I wasn't initially into the paranormal at all before any of this. I um I mean I was kind of a goth kid, but I never I wasn't doing spells or, you know, doing protective things like I am now. Like I play Dungeons and Dragons with my friends. I go hunting. I it's just pretty pretty regular Alabama kid. I didn't believe anything. I didn't believe anything. Neither me or my fiance did. She uh, she has like a fundamentalist Christian background, and she's she's not into it at all. I I 
grew up around a lot of them, but it was it was just never for me. So I, like, I would have I would have personal friends come and tell me like like my my buddy Jacob. Well, he would you know tell me tell me all sorts of stuff, and you know I I just I just never believed. It was easier to assume that people were lying than I think to to engage the supernatural and all the baggage that comes along with it. If I could, um, if I could give everybody sort of a sort of like a like a pest control lingo legend, because I'm going to use some terminology here. Um, essentially, what the service encompassed, right, was in my position in it. I was an initials technician. I was a start tech, and start tech's job are to be the first person that you see on your door uh, after the salesman comes and knocks you, right? So, I I was responsible for upselling people, right? I want to sell you a mosquito. I want to sell you a termite on the back end um, on your first service. That's a huge, huge thing for for start techs. Um, I wanted to do full inspections, so I would I would walk around your house and make notes and and walk you through the process, and you really get baby, you know. You're supposed to have a lot of personal interaction on your on your start service um, before the route techs come out and just just you know knock it out, do the regular quarterly service. So um, that 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 is that is the that's the setup for what's about to occur. So I had been at this point doing pest control for for probably like like four or five six months in that range, um, and I had gotten pretty good at it. And during this period of time, it was towards the maybe the tail end of the summer, and I um, I was on fire. I I was making tons of sales. I was doing a really good job, and I um, I had I had. I, I was doing my best to display aptitude because um, I really wanted a promotion. So it was towards the end of the day, start days, probably like like five, six, seven customers in that range. It's not that many, so you can spend a, a lot of time on each one. And I had arrived at the house, and just to give everybody a decent description of the home and a decent description of the area, this is this is up towards. Monte Sano in Alabama. That's a big mountain. A lot of greenery, a pretty massive canopy over over by Land Trust, all those areas. Um, so it's very forested. And you drive up these these big, long, sort of narrow hollers towards the mountain. And yeah, it's pretty homes, high income. I, I was working a lot in the area, so I was I was used to all of like their their quirks and, and eccentricities. You know, all of them are built in the '70s, so they're kind of incongruous. But I had arrived and done my preliminary notes in my car, and I had to to get them to sign a welcome card. So I, I brought that up with me, and uh, I, I started to approach the home. The home had a staircase up to the second floor. So, so the porch was was almost kind of a, a second story porch. It wasn't a super long staircase, but but yeah, the garage was on the bottom level, and the home was on the top. As I made it to that first step, I I smelled a really distinct smell. It was kind of like iron 
and and lavender, you know, dryer sheets. I mean, I mean, like impossibly strong, like in your nose, just just like sort of disgusting. And um, as soon as I put my foot down on that first step, it, it hit me like that. And I'm walking up the step, and before I reach the top step, the door is already swinging open. And a woman walks out. She was pretty normal looking. She was short, pale, uh, curly hair, curly brown hair, and very average, um, if not for the fact that she had kind of kind of spooky blue eyes, you know, like like really, really, really light blue bordering on gray. And I said hi to her and I pulled out my welcome card and I got into my spiel, which is sort of this like automatic, like, hi there, I'm Isaac, I'm from Pest Control Company and I'm just going to go over this with you right quick. And I pull out my pin and there's like a checklist on the card. Um, So I start to go down the card and as I'm going down the card, I realize that like I'm not pulling enough oxygen into my lungs. Every, every sort of like breath I take, it feels like, like I'm breathing in at max capacity, but there's just, there's just like not air going in. And like that had never happened to me before. Um, So I, I, I managed to, 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 you know, get something out. Like, like I, I got to go back to my car. I'm sorry. Just give me a second. And I start walking down the steps and I'm, I'm kind of panicking. Cause it's like, like, am I going to have to, <laughs> am I going to have to like call 911? Cause I like am having baby's first asthma attack at, at 20 years old. So uh, as soon as I step off of that bottom step, I can breathe again. Um, smell goes away. It's not as strong. And, and I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable. So I walk back to the van. Um, and as I'm walking back, I turn around back to the porch, you know, where she's standing. And I watch her head. And it, she's standing like dead still. And her head is just like swiveling, following me down the driveway. And I, I mean, it, it, was, it was really off-putting. Because, you know, usually people are super excited <laughs> to have pest control. Um, it's, I mean, they're spending a lot of money. So they're like, you know, they usually you better be involved. Um, so I, I head back down to the van and I, I grab my canister. My, we call it a B and G. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a little pump device full of, um, pesticide, you know, for your interior. And I grab that and I, I psych myself up and it's like, dude, I, I mean, I, we got to get it done. Um, and if I can breathe right now, then I'm, it's fine. So I head back up the lane and I start making it up to the top floor, right? And, and the smell's back um, in a hurry, you know, and it's like, great. Um, and I step back up on to the porch and she's just staring at me again unblinking. I mean I mean I mean like like dead eye contact, not moving, uh, as still as somebody could possibly be. And I try a little bit of my welcome card and I can't get through it. 
you know? Um, and because my breathing starts to go and I put it in my back pocket and I just sort of gesture to the inside of the house. And finally, she says her, her, her first and only things to me. She doesn't comment on the breathing. She, she doesn't blink. She just, she just looks at me and she says, you are not to go into the back hallway. There's a baby and a dog sleeping. You may leave the glue boards in the garage. And I'm, I'm just, you know, they're like struggling to breathe. And I nod and she turns around and I start to follow her into the home. Just to give you a little picture of, of, of like what I walk into, it's, it's an aggressively normal house on the inside, right? I mean, it looked, it looks, it looks like, like they went to Hobby Lobby and bought the house stuff. Um, and it's really dark. I like windows open, blinds open. There ought to be light coming in and there's not, you know, and some houses are like that. They have, aggressively tented windows but this place it was dark in there and there were no pictures on the wall of 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 you know the family there there weren't there weren't you know personal objects anywhere um and there definitely was not infrastructure for a baby and a dog right i i i am inside of people's homes virtually all day long and it's my job to sell you things and the first thing i'm looking for when i walk into somebody's home to try to get a rapport to try to say something say something cute you know to to get you interested in 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 me and whatever i'm selling is i want to know if you have a baby and a dog and there are no bouncers there are no dog bowls there's there's nothing and it's a decently open-ish floor plan. You know, I can see into the kitchen. I can see partway into the dining room. And I can see that back hallway and the door to get down to the downstairs. So I grab my canister and I, and I, and I follow her. And I've got my eyes on the back of her head into the house. And the smell at this point is absurd. Um, that she hasn't commented on it that she's just kind of walking around in it. It, it was, it, it like, it would pervade your being, you know? It, it, you know, I'm pulling, I'm pulling rotten rodents the size of my forearm out of crawl spaces all day. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wading around in poison. I, I like, there's, there's not a lot that's going to give me pause, but I mean, my worst customer ever, the guy had a sewage backup in his carpeted home, you know, and we still got him treated like, like I, not, not a lot is going to disturb me. And you, you'd think that like the smell of metal and, and ostensibly flowers wasn't going to bother me, but it is to date the strongest smell I have ever smelled in my life. I can think about it. I can smell it right now. So she's, she's in front of me and I am maybe two feet away from her. I mean, I'm, I'm on her, you know, um, cause I, I move pretty quick and I'm, I'm following her and I, and I can't really breathe. So I'm, I'm hustling. 
the living room, which is what we walk into, right, is forefront. Okay, so I step into a living room. There's a relatively open floor plan, maybe maybe a little wall where the TV's sitting. But in front of me, the 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 opening in front of me is the kitchen. Right? And behind that is is you know, windows and a and a little seating area. Um and to the f- to the middle right of that would be a sliding glass door to the outside. And to the right of that would be the door to the downstairs. And on the very far right of the living room is the back hallway that I am not supposed to go down. And I, I take my eyes off her for maybe two seconds and I spray to the left of me on the baseboard because that's what we do for your interior spray. And I put the pesticide down on the baseboard and I pick my head up to look as she sort of, as, as she sort of like was walking towards the kitchen area, which I could see into. Um, and she was gone. Just, just vanished. And I've played that back in my head probably a billion times. I've looked at the house on Zillow and I really, really, really earnestly believe that there is no way that she could have gotten out of there without me noticing. I, I, I don't understand how she did it. I, and to, to accomplish such a feat, right? I, I mean, if she ran, I mean, if she, if she, you know, like ran to the back door and opened it and stepped out on her back deck, that, that is the only way if she booked it. And you'd think I'd be able to hear her if she, if she popped out that sliding glass back door, but I, I mean, she would have, she, she would have had to walk through tables. I, I mean, like, and I, I had eyes on that back hallway. I wasn't supposed to go down, you know, I, it's not like I couldn't see that. So she didn't go back there. And by the time later on that I, I get out into the backyard, I mean, she's not back there. Either. I, I never saw her again. I, I wasn't even even able to like confirm payment for the stop. Just just from just from like the basis of of, of like like pest control. I, I mean, nobody's ever done that to me. Nobody's ever ever like. And it's not like they didn't pay, you know. At the end of the day, it's just that they never had any more interaction with me. Or I, I assume the office, they did everything online. I, I don't know, it's, it's odd. It's strange. Um, and I think about it all the time. So I, um, I mean, she's gone now. And I, I started to pretty thoroughly panic. And I, I start to move, you know? And and I'm I'm just trying to be a trooper, you know. Like like if I if I quit out now and I call my my boss and I'm like, this lady, like you know, this lady fucking Houdini'd me, you know. Like I, I mean, he's not going to believe me. So I 
I, I soldier on and I finish up that top level, which winds up like not really being that much house. Once you factor in that I wasn't able to go down that back hallway, I really was not in all that much of the home. So I sprayed kind of a common area and then I hit the, 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 the door to the stairs down to that garage. And, and I mean, I mean, it was quick. It was, it was a fast service. Um, so I, I make it into the garage and I'm, I'm, I'm probably running at this point. Just, just, just hustling so fast because the breathing started to become a real issue. And by the time that I step my first foot across the threshold of that garage door, I can breathe again. It just instantly. And the smell is gone. It's not like wafting out from the house. I mean, it's gone. You know, it's not my nose anymore. I can't, I can't smell it. It's not on me. I can't smell myself and I smell like it. And I, I head back to my van and I grab my, the rest of my equipment, you know, my D Weber and my, and my, and my granulator and my power spray. And I knock out the rest of the service and I walk all around the house and, and nothing really, really odd happens, but, um, I'm, I'm thoroughly freaked out and I want to get out of there. Um, so I finish up the service, you know, and I go and I knock on the door again. No, no smell of dryer sheets this time. Now that the house is all shut up, somebody closed the garage door midway through the service. And I, I mean, I mean, the smell's gone, like nobody's coming to the door. So I, I had to bounce, you know, and I, I told my boss, uh, like, like, you know, you're, you're going to have to figure out payment on your own time because I, I can't get a hold of the lady. So I, uh, I head home that night. And I, I talked to my fiance a little bit about it, Abby, and um, we we kind of giggle about it, and 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 you know I don't really think all that much of it. It didn't it didn't torment me, you know. I was thinking like you know maybe I have a breathing issue, like m- maybe this is something I need to look into. It's, I've never had that before, but but you know God forbid it happens again. And I uh, eat dinner and. Uh, nestle into bed this probably happened on a wednesday i think um because i i know i'd work the next morning but it, it wasn't like monday and i laid down and you know i, I start to drift off or whatever and, and i'm a really heavy sleeper and it feels like you know i was about to go to sleep but i didn't that's what it felt like it felt like like I closed my eyes and I opened them again, you know. And there there was no time shift. There was nothing, but that woman was in the corner of my room, just looking at me. And I couldn't move. I couldn't. I couldn't like like say anything, right? But you know, our eyes were locked. And I could, I could move my eyes a little bit. I could move my head a little bit, but I was just staring at her, you know? And I, I didn't have any of the breathing stuff that the, that the, the sleep paralysis people talk about. Like, like, I didn't feel like anybody was sitting on my chest, but I, I was, you know, sitting there reeking of, of lavender and, and metal. 
and the lady was in my room. And that carried on for what felt like all eight hours. I, I think that I probably like, I mean, I watched the sunrise from the corner of my eyes. I, uh, st- for all intents and purposes, I was awake. I could feel Abby next to me, you know, stirring in her bed. I could, I could feel my cat, Aurora, get up and lay on my lap. Um, but I was just stuck looking at this woman and she was standing, staring at me, you know, not saying anything. And I woke up that morning completely exhausted. You know, I, I kind of, you know, snapped out of it come, come five o'clock when I usually wake up. And I, I was, I was, you know, done. It, I felt like I hadn't slept a wink. And I went through my day just, just dead. You know, I, I like, I, I got home late because, because, you know, I was moving so slow and I was exhausted. And I didn't really tell Abby about it because it was like, well, like, what's she going to do if I have, if I have a bad dream, you know, it was, it was a bad dream. And I go to sleep that early that night and it happens again. This time I open my eyes and it's, it's, it seems like it's roughly that same time of night, you know, and she's there. She's there in the corner of my room all over again. And I do the whole thing over again. And it was like, I was totally conscious and it happened all the way up until the weekend. All through my work week, I, I was not sleeping properly. I would, I would catch like a couple hours here and there. So I got, yeah, I got promoted at work um, for all my hard work that month. And uh, I was a route tech, right? And I was a route tech in the, the Mati Sano area. Which meant that I, you know, I was I was on the hook for all those houses that I had been doing those past couple months. They, you know, they got to get a back to back service, right? So we got to we we got to come out like thirty to forty five days after, right? So I'm, you know, getting getting all these knocked out, and I see the house pop up on my route. Um. And I'm, I'm a little sketched out, you know, I don't like these people, but, but I don't think at this time, you know, anything supernatural is going on. Um, and the, the sleep thing only lasted for a couple days. Um, so I head out there, you know, still very, very normal house. Um, I, I head up the stairs, knock the door, don't smell anything. Nothing happens. Nobody comes and uh, out and, and greets me. Right. So I knocked the service out and I go home that night and we're back at it again. She's there in the corner of my room, you know, stealing my sleep. And at this point, it, it, it became directly intrusive to my life. You know, I, this had happened early in the week and I wound up uh, calling out for the latter part of the week because like I just wasn't getting enough sleep to be you know, driving the work truck around South Huntsville, you know? And, um, it, it, it was, it was getting really frustrating cause I had, I had a lot going on and I did not have the time 
nor energy to, to like, or money, you know, to go to a sleep doctor and figure out why I'm having a spooky vision every night. Okay, guys, we have to take a quick ad break, but we'll be right back with the rest of the story. Folks, springtime is here and it might be time to clean out the closet and finally update your wardrobe. Quince has you covered with timeless pieces that never got a style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the essentials for men and women and everything is made from high quality materials, which is very important to me. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes savings on to us. And like I mentioned, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. I recently went on a little shopping spree myself. I got a chore jacket, a Mongolian cashmere cardigan, and a quilted jacket. Basically stuff that I could just throw on top of the normal old t-shirts that I wear every day to make myself look a lot more presentable and fashionable when I need to. I also got some new sheets for our bed. They have so many to choose from. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash otherworld for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash otherworld to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash otherworld. Hey, Otherworld listeners. I'm excited to tell you about a show that I love and I think you're going to love as well. It's called Sophia with an F, starring Sophia Franklin. This show is about as different from Otherworld as a show could possibly be, which is why I think many people were very, very shocked when I got invited on as a guest around Halloween. It was really the crossover that nobody expected. I'll never forget the day my episode came out and every single one of my college-age cousins texted me all at the same time. Very confused, but also very excited. It was nice to hear from all of them, though, and... uh finally get some respect. I had a great time on the show. Sophia is really down to earth, which is why I think her interviews are so good. We talked about Otherworld, the paranormal, getting into this whole thing unexpectedly, as I did, and a lot of other stuff that I think normally does not get discussed on Sophia with an F. Normally in the show, Sophia Franklin goes deep on sex, life, mental health, relationships, and everything in between. You could get Sophia all to yourself every Monday for solo mini episodes and every Thursday with her ride or die best friends, experts, and some famous guests on a host of other topics, topics that are not safe for the dinner table, from foursomes and sugar daddies to wild sexcapades and tips for keeping things fresh in the bedroom. It's raw and laugh out loud funny, no borders and no filters. My personal favorite is the episode with Walk a Flock of Flame, if you want somewhere to start. Listen to and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Th- about three months pass and there's nothing, you know, there's, there's no reason to worry about it. Um, Cause our, our, our service is quarterly. We come out every three months and you know, I'm, I'm going about my merry way. I've, I've all but forgotten about it at this point, you know, but you know, they pop up on my schedule again. And this time I go to my boss and I'm like, don't send me back out there. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go back out there. It, it gives me weird feelings that please do not send me back out there. Um, and he is like, no, no, you're going to go back out there. You're going to do it, dude. Like, like you can't, you can't just be, you can't just be scared of, of, of people and not do your job. You know, you have to go. 
and I had tried everything not to go out there. I, I had, I had tried to pawn it off on coworkers. I, I, I tried to, you know, like, like I tried to pay, um, one of, one of, one of my, one of my close coworkers, you know, to go out there for me. Cause I didn't want to do it, but I, you know, at the end of the day, there it is sitting on my route. So I head out there, everything's normal. And I've got it in my head while I was there. I was like, you know, I, I should do something to appease them. And they've got, uh, they, they fly an NFL flag. I'm not going to say what team, but, but they fly, they fly a flag out front and it was all wrapped up. And I was like, you know, maybe if I, if I like unwrap their little flag, um, I won't get tormented in my sleep tonight. So I sat there with a web pole for like 30 minutes attempting to, to appease this woman. So I, I wouldn't get invaded, but, uh, but it happened again. And I, I was starting to get really, really perturbed. I mean, I was starting to really crack up over it. And finally, it, it just in, desperately, I told Abby, I explained it to her, you know, everything all about it and, and, and how ridiculous it was getting. And she encouraged me to, to, you know, start researching. And I started researching for a way to make it stop and not happen again. And you went back two times. Did Who was at the house when you went back? Nobody. Is that normal in pest control? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. not totally abnormal. N- not everybody, you don't need the interior every time. So. so you were just doing the outside. Right. And you didn't smell the smell the other times? No. Okay. No. Only, only when it was, when it was, when she was with me, did I smell it. So I, I do a little bit of research, you know, I start to get a little spooked out because I, I had pretty much resigned myself to it being supernatural. That led me onto some, onto some magic Reddit pages, you know, and you go down the whole online pipeline. Eventually I was in a discord. Um, with people who had described, you know, dealing with similar things and and dealing with it, and they had taught me a spell called the LBRP. That's the Lesser Banishing Ritual of the Pentagram. So the LBRP is, um, I think, just kind of baby's first spell. I like I've looked all over the internet, and I think that everybody um, who who is like, help! I have I have I'm. I, I think I'm being accosted by by something. They come across the LBRP eventually, and I guess it's like you know a Kabbalistic cross. It's kind of the sign of the cross, really. Um, but but you go through the motions, and it winds up being like a really really powerful visualization exercise. You know, you do it a hundred times. I was doing it in the shower every night. You know, I would do it over and over and over again in the shower. But if you really get it down it starts to, you know, do something very tangible to you. Um, and it starts to become very evident. Um, and it's a feeling, you know, that you are, are, are physically altering your surroundings. So I, I started doing that. I had, I had bought protection pendants. I called my mom, who's kind of into this stuff, and, and she had gotten me some books and things. And I, I mean, I was ready to go to war. With, with this lady, you know, because the past couple times it's just been really bad and, you know, bad stuff start, started to happen. I think, I think the, the third time was when I hit, hit a mailbox at work 
And I, I mean, I'm a good driver. I like, I've never like hit a mailbox. I've got a, I've got a spotless record, but I, I waylaid this guy's mailbox because I was so exhausted. I hadn't slept and I couldn't take off any more work. I didn't want to get fired. Um, so I, I mean, I, I started getting ready, um, for what was to come. And finally I, I decided it was, he really wasn't all that worth it. Um, and I guess the job had some other issues too, but I, I quit and I moved to a different pest control company because I didn't want to go back out there. Um, I, I was doing it probably like 10 times a day, every day. The first couple times I did it, I, I like wasn't, I wasn't all the way there. You know, I didn't believe. And if you don't believe it's not going to work. So I, you know, I'm sitting there in the shower and I'm just doing it and I'm doing it and I'm doing it. Um, and I had watched like a Damian Eccles video on it. I was ready. You know, I was, I was doing my best to take it seriously. And I think that the, the, the first time I got it right, you know, and, and you really feel your, your, for lack of a better word, your soul expanding, you know, over your physical area where you're standing right now. Um, I, it, it felt like I walked out into a new house, you know, I, I walked out into my apartment and I, it, it was, it was, it was light like it had never been before, you know, in the process of this, however, I, I, in some ways I, I kind of like regret it. Because ever, ever since I, you know, I've started doing stuff like that, you know, and I had, I had like done some stuff to try to enchant a, a pendant and, and I had, you know, I was trying to protect myself. I started to notice more things in people's homes. When I moved to the, the next pest control company, we had a, we had a much wider scope so we we were all around North Alabama. I mean, all over the place. And I had wound up in Paint Rock. Um, any any of our, you know, Alabama people um, will know what's up with Paint Rock. And I I had I had gone into this house, um, and guys had had complained before um, about the house giving them giving them the creeps, and specifically. Um, a buddy of mine, he had warned me that there's something wrong in their home theater. And, uh, you know, I'd walked in there and I was, I was doing my baseboard spray and I, I cut my eyes over to, you know, where they have their projector screen and everything. And I, I mean, there was a man standing in the corner, a full bodied apparition of a man for a second. He, he was, he was tall. He was really tall. And, and I, I, I want to say that if, if it hadn't been so dark in there, brown hair, you know, beard, um, you know, flannel, ostensibly a regular man, except that he's, he's like laying against the wall unnaturally in the corner of the room. I wish I wish that I could I could like project it into your head. It's it's imagine that like half his head is sunken into the wall. You know, like he's got his chin back and he's he's leaned up into the back corner. I mean, I'm doing it right now. 
you know, chin tilted to the ceiling. And he, he's not looking at me dead on. He's looking at me from a, from, I guess, I guess a sort of like, like a, like a downward angle. And I, I mean, I, we locked eyes, you know, just, just this, this figure just sort of sunken into the corner. And he was there for a second. And he was gone. Just maybe, maybe a couple weeks ago, I, uh, I went into a home up to the top floor where an old lady was living. And every door up there opened all in unison. You know, I was just staring down and it was decently dark. And I, I mean like every single door opened. So imagine, imagine this, you're, you're walking up the stairs, right? And you get to the top floor and the, the roof, like, like, like the, the ceiling follows the shape of the roof, right? It's not like a flat ceiling, you know? So there's angles on each side of you, like a triangle, like you, you've walked up into a triangle, right? So, so you walk up there and you've got a door to the back of you and you've got two small attic doors and a door to the front of you that leads into what I assume is a, a junk room or a, or a bedroom or something. Well, both of those symmetrical attic doors, the door behind me and the door ahead of me opened in unison. And it made me consider that a, maybe I have like opened my my awareness to things that I I really would have like preferred not to, you know. But but B, maybe maybe going into people's homes all the time is is kind of a spiritually dangerous practice, you know, provided you don't know what they've got going on. I've talked to a lot of people, and a, a lot of people have had the opinion that like it's, it's not like it's not like a specter, it's not like a ghost, you know. This was a lady who bought pest control and was probably, in my opinion, a bad practitioner, right? She, she had called somebody out to her house, you know, to do something to me. And she was so odd. She was so strange. And, you know, maybe she had something going on. But, uh, and, and maybe I, I brought it home with me, but, you know, I... I, I don't know. She she just had this like incredible malevolence about her, and I didn't even believe in anything, you know. And she was able to touch me like that. And I have never, ever, ever in my life experienced sleep paralysis since the last time I went back out to the house. It's never happened, you know. And it did never happen before that, or breathing issues for that matter. And and uh, I I just want to reiterate on top of that, like like. To date, I had never seen evidence of a baby or a dog. No dog poop in the backyard. No dog jumping around back there. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. In in a sense, the rituals have helped because I've never, it, nothing's nothing's ever happened in my house again. And and I I think it's good that I'm doing it because because whatever the the entity was that touched me you know, did that without me even believing in it. You know, I didn't have to, to have it in the forefront of my mind for it to do something to me. Um, so I think that it's, it's a good thing in a sense, 
but I suspect that it has expanded my awareness um, to things I would prefer not to be aware of to, to the point where it, 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 I ha I had to find another job, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to go back into pest control at this point because I, I don't want to be in people's houses anymore. I mean, I mean, I thought that I, I was, I was going to die, you know, one day I was going to go throughout my life and I was, I was going to die. And at no point during that, um, was, was there going to be any, any sort of spiritual, um, interaction? Um, I, I didn't think that there was, there was like this third factor that, that you could potentially reach out to. Um, but, but, you know, I, I feel things off people now, you know, that I didn't used to. I've, I've got, I've got like, like stronger walls when I meet people. It's made me kind of, kind of suspicious of, of other people's environments. And it's hard not to just kind of like dwell on it all the time, to be honest. You know, I, I, I think she did something to me. I think that there are more people than you would imagine, right? It, incredibly normal, ostensibly like happy people um, that have read the right books, talked to the right people, um, and can do things to you, you know? And, and uh, like, like, I think I think that she stole my sleep. I think that she was I think that she was she was she was taking my energy for herself, you know, for the day. In my opinion, I think that she was coming into my room at night and and just and just robbing me every night. Every time I would go out there, maybe I'd be I'd be close enough for her to trigger it. You know? In my opinion, I don't, I don't know if there's any magical precedence for that. Um, I don't know if magic's the right word, but, but like, that's, that's what I feel like was going on. I feel like there was a transfer between me and her. I have, I have like taken no pleasure in having to, to do anything that I've done, um, into having done any of the research that I had to do. I would say that my worldview was much simpler before all of this happened. Um, but I would also encourage you that if you are experiencing something, tag it, deal with it, deal with it and confront it as soon as possible. Because, you know, my thing got really out of control. I, I felt like, you know, if I had gone out there again, as, as things sort of escalated, that I, I would have been in, in probably physical trouble, um, being as sleep deprived as I got. Just for anybody who who doesn't believe, um, or 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 has has a generally skeptic demeanor, um, enjoy it. Okay, thank you to Isaac for telling that story. I truly don't know what happened to him. The skeptical side of me instantly considered maybe that there is chemicals or a gas leak in this house. But 
his experience was so prolonged, it would have gone away at a certain point. He's talking about weeks of issues following this. And, you know, I haven't heard of any kind of chemical or gas leak that would cause exactly what happened to him. Plus, you know, he's an exterminator. He works in an industry full of hazardous chemicals. That's the entire job, basically. So I'm pretty sure he knows all about that. He certainly knows the signs and effects of hazardous chemicals, gas, anything that would be present in a home. If you're working a job like this, where you're going into people's houses, that's something you're trained to understand and recognize. I've also never really heard a paranormal story exactly like this before, and I'm not even sure how to categorize it in those terms. I did look up the house. There was no information that stood out as abnormal with this house or the history of it. I found the owners, and I did find the woman. I didn't talk to her, but they look like normal people. The woman is somebody that you wouldn't even look twice at if you saw her in the store. She's not scary looking, which actually makes it more bizarre that her behavior alarmed Isaac so much that day because she is not a scary looking person. And yeah, I really, I really just don't have any answers. As much as I'd like to know more, I'd basically have to cold call these people and yeah, I'd just use your imagination of how that would go. Uh, not good. Plus, if she really did have something to do with what happened to Isaac, she has some kind of abilities to do that to people. I certainly don't want her doing it to me. And I don't think she would like me talking about her on this podcast. Sorry, but I am not getting paid enough for that yet. If you want me to step into the firing line of dark magic or whatever it was that supposedly was done to Isaac, you're going to have to tell your friends to start listening to this show because we are not there yet. And with that, we have reached the end of this episode. This has been episode 52. The title is Pest Control, and you've been listening to Otherworld. Otherworld is executive produced and hosted by myself, Jack Wagner. Our theme song is by Coberman. The soundtrack of this episode is by Juice Jackal and North Americans. Editing and engineering by Theo Schaefer. Our artwork is by Cul-de-Sac Studios. Production help by Nikki Kate Delgado and Haley Pearson. Please show us your support by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and telling your friends about Otherworld. If you want to hear bonus episodes, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash otherworld. Our social media is at otherworldpod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you to the team at Odyssey, J.D. Crowley, Jenna Weiss-Berman, Leah Reese-Dennis, Rob Morandi, Eric Donnelly, Matt Casey, Casey Clauser, Maura Curran, Josephina Francis, and Hilary Schuff. Follow and listen to Otherworld now for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, if you or somebody you know has experienced something paranormal, supernatural, or unexplained, you could send us your story at stories at otherworldpod.com. <laughs>